It's Izzy. Wherever you're listening from, whatever your situation, and whatever brought you here, I'm so, so grateful that you've invested your time in listening to positive content. I truly hope you gain some valuable insights from the episode. Quick one. <laughs> I just re-listened to the episode and it is slightly echoey. We've just moved into a new little office um, in our house, but it was previously filled with boxes and now it's our office and it is very, very empty and the walls are completely plain. So I do apologize for the echo, but hopefully we just stay focused on the content and what I'm saying. You shouldn't notice it all that much. Appreciate you. Welcome to another week on the podcast. If you are struggling with something, if you are thinking to yourself that if you could just get over this one thing, life would be a hell of a lot easier, a hell of a lot more successful, your baseline happiness would like skyrocket through the roof if just this one thing wasn't plaguing you day to day and for most people for some the most popular examples might be money mindset right so finances could be really getting you down and if you just had a better relationship with your bank account you would feel a lot better every time you went out to eat every time you went to the shops to buy groceries every time that you wanted to buy something or to go on holiday you would just feel so much better, so much clarity, so much more confident in what you were doing. For other people, it might be body image. If you just had a better sense of self, a better perspective on your body, then you would feel so much better in the clothes in your wardrobe. You would feel so much better when pictures are taken of you. You would feel so much better going to that wedding with summer approaching. You would just feel it would stop plaguing you. It would stop being the first thing that you thought about when you woke up in the morning. Oh, there we go again. I'm bloated yet again. And for other people, it might be the degree of success. It might be that you constantly feel like you're falling behind. It might be your relationships. It might be that you wake up and the first thing you think is, I'm all alone. Here's another day of just being by myself. It might be that you're unemployed at the minute and your first thought is, oh, I'm never going to get a job. I'm just not good enough. There are a whole realm of things that we can be negatively focused upon. And I mean... As much as this podcast, I'm going to be telling you the secrets that I've been using when I've been wanting to try and overcome a certain perspective, to change the way I've been thinking, to rewire my perspective without going to therapy. But at the end of the day, what I have found is that as relieving as it is when you do overcome a challenge or a certain perspective, there's always another one. Okay, so it might feel like all of your like 75% of your attention and your energy is going on this one thing. And if you could just get this off your plate, life would feel so much more free, so much happier, so much more chilled. And that is true. But the grass is always greener, right? As soon as you overcome this perspective, which I am 90% sure this podcast will achieve or at least help you get 90% over it you will be faced with a new challenge. (laughs) It's always the way, okay? So if you're currently focused on the reasons why you don't look good enough on, you know, all of the reasons why your body isn't the way you want it to be, then you may not be thinking about the fact that you're not in a relationship. This might be the thing that is fully claiming your attention. But as soon as you get over that and you're feeling really good in your body, then you might think, well, 
I look great. I feel great. Why don't I have a partner yet? And that's just one example of how overcoming one challenge can lead to another challenge. But that's why every week when I come on this podcast and give you some snippets, it's to become in control of your mind and therefore in control of your life. So this adds up alongside the rest of the stuff that I speak about to really help you become the creator of your life, to increase your baseline happiness in all areas so that when you do overcome this challenge, yes, your attention will naturally focus on something else. That's just the way it is. That's just the way that the brain works. We're always looking out for the danger points. We're always looking out for the negatives because that's how we're wired. And over time, we can rewire that so we're more focused on the positive. But as (laughs) these things that were animals as these animals that had to fend for their life for a lot longer than we've been living in this safe society for we are naturally wired to to focus on the challenges more than the successes so we're just going to put that out in the open but really right now think about that one thing that if you could just not have on your mind if you could just not be telling yourself these thoughts if these thoughts would just stop coming into your headspace stop telling you why you're not good enough why you can't do this then you're you would be free to make the steps to take the steps and take the actions that you want to you would be more motivated what is that thing for you what is the thing that is holding you back from a life of freedom a life of joy a life of love a life of success what is that thing that's plaguing you at the minute and honestly it should become it should be natural it should be automatic so whatever that you don't need to you shouldn't have to think hard about this it should just be the thing that automatically pops in your head when i ask that question so i'm going to assume that you've got to that point now I wanted to start by sharing something that I was working on three years ago. Three years ago, two years ago, three years ago, three, I think. We'll go with that. (laughs) And I used to have a really poor money mindset. I've spoken about this on the podcast before, but quite a while ago. So I'm going to go into it a little bit today because I'm now working on something else. Uh, Recently, I've decided that there's something that I have been focusing on lack with and it's been reducing my self-esteem. It has been making me less motivated. It has been increasing my negative thoughts and decreasing my baseline happiness. So I want to take a hold of it and I don't want to, (laughs) I don't need to go to therapy to work on it because there are things that I've done before that have worked and I know work based on the neuroscience, based on the science, based on proof, based on previous experience, they work. So I'm doing it again and it's been very successful so far as it was last time. So what did I do the very first time I did this? Well, I realized that I was shooting myself down every time I thought about money. So I <laughs> I was vegan. I've been vegan for about three years now since uh, lockdown, very successfully, only literally only when I went to Italy did I have to have milk, so like a cheese on pizza and egg, because there was no way to keep myself healthy out in Italy. We were at a hotel with um, breakfast included, and places do gluten-free. I'm, bro, I'm, I'm vegan and gluten-free. I'm a nightmare. <laughs> Living at home, it's easy. It's fine. I can get my protein in. I can be really healthy. But in Italy, nah. 
No, no, no. They offer tofu in the shops, but if you don't have a kitchen, it's impossible. Or at least it felt that way. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> but the reason <laughs> that's such a tangent, you don't need to know about that. Um, or maybe, maybe you want to, I don't know. But what was happening for, you know, to point it down into a really small day-to-day situation, I was drinking oat milk, obviously, because I'm vegan. Um, and so some oat milk can be priced ridiculous. Like it can be at £2.30 for a carton. More often than not, it's about the £1.50 mark upwards in most shops. But sometimes, quite often, oat milk would be on sale and I didn't want to spend pound fifty on a carton of oat milk, especially considering I have a lot of coffee in a day. So what I would do is I would look online and I would see where oat milk was cheapest. I would then walk to the shop that had it at the cheapest price. So like pound twenty rather than pound fifty. I would walk two miles to go and get oat milk that was 30p cheaper. And yes, I was in a nine to five. I didn't have a business and that I, you know, was living alone and I was really developing my relationship with myself. So a two mile walk was, you know, a great way to spend an evening, but there were much more useful and enjoyable things that I could do with my time than getting stressed about 30p and, and walking and wait spending half an hour, an hour, trying to get something just a little bit cheaper. And that was, you know, it seems on the surface not that bad, but it would stem into much bigger things. I would spend a £20 food shop and I would feel really, really guilty, really bad. I would be looking at my income versus my, what was going out, as you should, obviously, but I wasn't doing it in a very good, with a very good headspace. I would constantly say, I can't afford this, which isn't true. I could definitely afford it. I had a lot of savings because I'd always been so protective over my money. I could afford it, but I was saying that I couldn't. And so I realized, well, (laughs) it all came to a head when my MacBook broke. I I can't remember the timeline of this, but either I'd started work on my money mindset and then my MacBook broke or my MacBook broke and the reaction I had to it breaking was so intense that I realised I need to do work on my mindset. That would make more sense. But what I actually think happened was that I realised that I I had such an automatic response to money that was negative and I needed to change that. So what I started doing was each evening at the end of the day, I would, in my journal, because I was journaling morning and night and whenever else I needed to do it, I would write a, um, what's it called? (laughs) A mind map of all of the ways in which I gained in that day. So not just gain money, but gain something for free. Even gain phone calls, gain knowledge, gain wisdom, gained connection. I would write it all down. Everything I had received. Because when we have a bad money mindset, we're focusing on lack. We're focusing on everything we don't have. We're focusing on everything we're giving. And that's not fully the truth. I've said this before and I'll say it again. Your brain believes what you tell it because it likes being right. It doesn't want to be wrong. And so it will, if you say, we can't afford this, your brain will believe it and it will come up even if you're not conscious of it. When you say, I can't afford this, your brain sees everything it thinks as an image. 
And so if you say, I can't afford this, in your mind, again, whether you're conscious of it or not, and most of the time you won't be, it will present loads of examples and images of you not being able to afford this thing. And that is a really disempowering mindset. What comes up when you think, I can't afford this? (laughs) It shows you out of the driver's seat, out of control, as not having enough. So you're not enough. That, I mean, it sounds very intense, but that is what your brain tells you. You are not enough because you can't afford this. You do not have enough. You are in lack. And those are not, as I said, empowering thoughts. So I decided to do something about it. So as I said, I would do that mind map. And do you know what? I'm going to pause this right here. and I'm going to go and get one of my journals so I can read out exactly the type of thing I would put on this mind map. So give me two secs. But for you, it'll be instantaneous. And I'll see you when I get back. Okay, I am back. So I've pulled out three different journals. Let's look at the dates on them. Um, So we've got one that was 10th of November 2020. We have got one that was 21st of Feb 2021. And the other one, which I think is an earlier one, was 1st January 2021. So a whole range, which shows kind of how long I was doing this work for, but also to note, I did it intensely for about a month and a half, two months. And then after that, I just came back to doing this exercise um, whenever I felt I needed it, whenever I felt that maybe my sense of abundance had slipped. So I'll read until I feel like (laughs) you've got a good sense of different things that you could put down, especially if you are struggling with a sense of abundance, whether that is financial, whether that is relationships, it doesn't matter. This applies to you, whatever you want more of, okay? So on the, what day is this? Not that it really matters, but (laughs) I love looking at what day I did things. Okay, Sunday 13th of December 2020. So today I received... I received a walk and I know that that sounds really silly. You know, you can receive, you can go for a walk at any time. Nobody's giving that to you. But actually there are some people that work from 8am till 8pm. And then by the time they get home, they have to look after their kids and they have to cook and there's no time for a walk. So I was actually really grateful that I got a walk. I actually on this day got messages from a lot of people. So listed messages from Callum, Gareth, Fraser, William, Mum, Dad, James, Gila, Paul. And that again might seem like, well, they're not giving you anything, but they gave me their time. I received messages from these people, whether or not they were like really, really lovely, kind-hearted messages or compliments, it doesn't matter. I received somebody's time. I received somebody's care, somebody's thought whatever that looked like. I received a new friend in the gym, realisation I have two flats. Okay, so at this time I had mice it basically taking over my flat and I was in a studio flat. So they, I was petrified of them jumping on my bed. And luckily the place I was staying, there was a flat above me. So I spoke to my landlord and asked if I could just stay up there whilst I sorted out the mouse issue. And so This is me realising, hang on a minute, I actually basically have two flats. No, I didn't. I didn't even own one flat, let alone two, but I had access to two flats. And so that's me looking at it with abundance rather than saying, oh, I've got mice and I, I have a terrible apartment. No, I focus on the fact that, oh, wow, this situation has led me to basically having two lots of space. 
Um, <laughs> written down free expandable foam. I <laughs> that's really funny. I think I was using it to try and barricade the mice in some way, or I don't know what I was using it for. Um, oh no, no, ignore me. Yes, I realised that there were a few holes in the apartment that the mice could have been getting through around the back of my fridge. And so my friend came with me to go to B&Q to try and get some bits to to do it. Um, and he bought me the expandable foam. So I was very grateful for that. And then he came over to help with the fridge. So I also wrote that down. Um, free Pratt coffee. So at this time, Pratt was doing their um, pay like 99p for a whole month of free coffee. And then now I think you pay £20 a month and you get the get as much coffee as you wanted but at this time it was all free so I got that um I put cuddle from an excited dog in the park I got I received love I received love from a dog I received love and excitement um <laughs> I've written down compliment from burgundy beanie guy no idea what that means but I received a compliment from apparently a guy in a burgundy beanie um I received peppermint oil somehow. I think I was using that to try and get rid of the mice. Um, free baklava and falafel. Not sure how and why, but I received it. I received a workout. And okay, so I think that's all for that one. Oh my gosh, they're all sliding off the desk. Um, another one, I received an hour and a half walk. I received a smoothie. Yeah, I probably made it. It wasn't a free smoothie, but I received a smoothie. I received sourdough bread, coffee, a yoga session, um, lots of messages. I received snow <laughs> in capital letters with an exclamation mark. You guys know I love snow. And then on this other one, I received inspiration to send a package to my sister. Um, you know, things like inspiration and motivation. So when you don't have it, you wish you had it. And it feels like it's nowhere to be found. So actually recognizing when you have received inspiration, when you have received an idea, like you might be somebody who really needs creativity, either in a hobby or in your job. Maybe you're an author, maybe you love design or, or drawing and you can't find creativity at the minute. Well, start a mind map at the end of each day, every single day, where you're going to write all of the ways in which you received inspiration. And it might even just be, you know, every decision you make in a day is down to inspiration the inspiration to choose what to wear, like the motivation to even get dressed, the inspiration to have something for breakfast, even if it's the same thing you have at breakfast every day. It's an idea. It's a thing that you've got that you don't have to wait for inspiration on. The inspiration to pick up a book, the inspiration to go for a run, the inspiration to message somebody. I received kind messages. I received a call with my mum and my sister and ideas about Mother's Day. I received, oh, so on this day, I think that I had, um, I was seeing somebody at the time and I didn't feel like it could carry on. And it was the first time I've ever really had to speak to somebody and express sort of how I felt with the aim of us no longer seeing each other. Um, and so having the confidence to speak to them with kindness with honesty, with confidence, also self-responsibility. So not saying you've done this, you make me feel this way, but saying I've seen, I've recognized that when I've been with you recently, I've been holding myself back. I've been not my best self and I need to investigate why that is. 
that was kind of the approach that I took with it because it was the truth. Most of us are so quick to blame the other person, but I was so grateful that I received the wisdom of how to deal with that in the best way. And I did. Um, And there were a few other things that I popped on that that list. So hopefully you're getting an idea of what it might look like for you if, for instance, money and abundance is something that you're wanting to work on. And this is something I've done with clients. I've got them to write like a mind map. I know some of them really felt like they had no friends. They had no connection or they really wanted a relationship. And it's like, okay, well, why do you want that relationship? Because you want a sense of love and you want a sense of connection. That's what they told me. Okay, so if that's what you want, you already have it. And probably more likely than not, you're not seeing where you already have it. Like you already have it in your life. And this is the thing. You can't get more of something unless you're already seeing where it is because you will never see it. So if you want success and happiness and you think that getting more money is going to give you happiness and success... What happens is that a lot of entrepreneurs and business people have that mindset, but then when they get the money, they're not happy. They don't feel like they're successful because they're constantly thinking of more rather than where they have it already. And they might argue, yes, well, if I focus on where I have it already, I'm going to lose my motivation to get it. Not necessarily. What happens when you start going to the gym and you see results? You want more results. You get excited, you get more motivated, and that can be the same with all of this. So, at the minute, um, basically what happened was I kind of, as far as my memory can recall, about two or three weeks into my real focus on money mindset. And let me tell you, what also helped with that was reading, oh my gosh, come on, Izzy, Jen Sincero's Badass at making money, something like that. It is a fabulous, fabulous book. She also has another one. She has, she has three, I think. One of them is kind of daily snippets. I didn't really like that. I didn't feel like it was enough. She's got another one. I think it's just being a badass. I don't know, but it's really, really good. It's basically just on mindset in general. But then she's also got one specific to money. If you are struggling with money at all, I would highly, highly recommend it. So I read that and paired that book with doing this exercise every day for about a month and a half, two months. And after about three weeks, because I'd finished the book already by then, um, after three weeks of doing the mind maps, I my my I was pretty much, I was never saying that I was... Um, I couldn't afford something or I was in lack. Every time I bought like a food shop, I would be so grateful um, that I had 40 pounds worth of food rather than that I'd spent 40 pounds. It was such a different shift. It completely changes the way that you feel about your money and about what you have and your sense of abundance versus lack. Um, But then my MacBook broke and initially I had a great mindset. I was like, oh, no problem. This is what money's for. <laughs> and then I go onto the Apple store and yep, <laughs> since I last looked, they're a lot more expensive. Um, I was kind of thinking like under eight, under like around like 600 pounds for a new MacBook. I know, I know I was naive, <laughs> but it was about <clears throat> uh, 1.2k, which yes, I had the savings. I had um, enough money to buy that but did I want to no I felt like it would dent the the money the the bank account too much and 
I just broke down. I, well, actually, no, I saw the price. I got on the phone to my dad to see what he thought about what I should do, whether I should get secondhand, whether I should buy new. And up until that point, I was doing really well. And as he was speaking, basically saying, I think you need to buy a new one. You'll just have to, excuse me, just have to go for it. I just broke down. It was automatic. I started, uh, I was just crying so much. My dad being my dad, uh, he's not the most emotional man in the world. He just carried on talking. He didn't, I don't know whether he didn't notice that I was crying or didn't bloody care, but (laughs) it's just, anyway. um, So I kind of had to end the call. I spent some time noticing what's happening. I think I called my mum as well and it was a lot more, more of a almost, I guess, supportive conversation that mm, kind of made me aware of... I was able to say, you know, this is what's happened. This is how I feel about it, but this is how I want to feel about it. I want to feel like this isn't my problem. And yeah, she reminded me, no, this is what money's for. And the whole point of money is to... Y- you want money to feel happy, but then as soon as you have to spend the money, you feel not happy. And here I was in a situation where I was being really, really tested. You can call it tested by the universe, tested by God, tested by whatever, or just this is a situation that occurred. But I viewed it as the ultimate test. And usually if we want to feel more of something, if we want to feel more successful and we ask for this feeling of success, if we, whether it's like asking God universe or just setting a goal at the beginning of the year, that we want to have more money, be healthier, whatever, whatever. Usually it's not all one straight road. We we think when we set that goal or we ask for that thing that it will be, but it's usually not. It's usually a little bit bumpy and usually there are unexpected things coming along. And yet, as soon as that unexpected thing comes along, we think, oh, I asked for this and now I'm literally being given the opposite. Like I asked for money and now I'm literally being, having to fork out 1.2K. But that's not what's happening. What's happening is how can you have a good money mindset if you never get challenged? How, like, having a good money mindset isn't attracting loads of money and then being happy. Having a good money mindset is being given a fine and being positive about it. That's literally what it is. Being strong, being resilient isn't that you always feel strong day to day it's that you something challenging comes up and you feel strong in spite of it yet we always think that it's going to be smooth sailing by having what we want it's not that's literally not the case if you get challenged if you get something that's the complete opposite of what you asked for come up be grateful for it it is the ultimate test to see if you have really made a change with your mindset And I promise you, if you do this, like, again, these things that I suggest are not expensive to do. They are not time consuming to do. They are not hard to do. They're easy. Doing a mind map at the end of the day or a list of all the things you've gained in a certain area is not time consuming. It doesn't cost any money and it's not hard to do. But if you do it consistently, you will change your automatic response you'll change the way that your neural you'll, you'll literally change the neural pathway from going down the fear route the lack route to going down a completely different path and at the minute the neurons that you want to you want to be automatic are at the minute very very slow because they're not used to firing in that route and this is please this is not spiritual this is science i don't i very rarely take a spiritual approach to things you know <laughs> 
this is all science and I'm not going to go into all the details right now. I've got, you can go back and listen to podcasts where I talk about the science, but or you can Google it on YouTube or wherever you want. But this is true. If you do this, you will rewire your own perspective without having to go to therapy. Okay. So what I'm doing at the minute is I've realized, and it took me a while to realize this, that I'm struggling a little bit with recognizing my own success, that I am waking up most days looking at what I'm doing wrong, looking at the fact that I haven't put out enough videos, that I haven't um, had enough engagement, that I haven't had enough ideas, that I'm I'm just not doing enough and I'm not being successful enough. And it's just not true. That um, is just the perspective that I'm looking at it with, but it's not the entire perspective. It's not the truth. So what I've started doing is doing a mind map at the end of each day. And I've lit, this is like the first week of me doing it. And I started doing a mind map or a list of all of the ways in which all of the successes I've had in a day. So last night, um, I put my successes that I posted, all the social media I'd done that I can't really read read some of these out because they are uh, things in the works that I can't really tell you about. Um, can I tell you about these ones? Okay, so today's successes. This was the other day. Potential new client, new coaching client. I discovered Photoshop beta, 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 is that how you say it? Um, which is quite cool. It's like an A, it's got an AI feature that can basically create something from nothing. It is incredible. Um, uploaded retreat to another website. So there are lots of, websites that you can go onto if you're looking to go to a retreat. So I've, it takes a long time to, to fill in all of the details, but I finally uploaded another retreat to another website, my retreat to another website, got my retreat ads up and running. Cause the point is really trying to get my self-empowerment retreat in front of the right people. It's not a case of just getting people onto it. It's getting the right people because if the right people come along, they will have the success that they want. And I'm not promoting, trying to promote it here, but if the thing that you want to work on is related to your identity and your sense of self, your maybe it's related to the body image or just that you're feeling not your best, your baseline happiness is quite low. You don't feel all that confident or all that happy in yourself and you really want to learn to love yourself in your life, then send me a message or go um, go onto my website and you'll see a, a button that says retreats or alternatively you can go straight to the retreat website, which is HTTPS. Uh, oh no, I'm not going to do it that way. <laughs> I can't remember what the, the the things are called. Okay, just just go myuni.co.uk. M y y o u n i .co.uk, and you can see all of the information there, and all and you, and the link to apply. It is really based on applications. So basically, what you do is you fill in a thirty question application. Not some of them take not even a second. Well, no. I take that back. They would take a second um, to fill in and others take a little bit longer. So maybe 10 to 20 minutes to fill out. But if you want to change your life, then, I mean, what could be more worth it? So basically what you do, and I won't take long to talk about this, uh, but just for those of you that are interested, um, you fill in the application. You have the option to book a call at the end of it. Uh, It's not a sales call. It's literally just so we can chat about whether it's the right fit for you because again I don't want you there if if it's not right for you so 
um, you'll either submit your application and then I can get in touch with you about booking a call or you can just book it straight away to save the hassle and the back and forth. Um, and to be honest, if you're coming along to a South Empowerment retreat, maybe confidence isn't your forte. So, and it's something you're wanting to work on. So hopping on a call with me might be, might feel intimidating or, you know, you might try and hold yourself back from it. So maybe booking it then and there is what would be best for you. Anyway, I'm rambling. Um, what will happen then is I'll get in touch to confirm the call. We'll hop on a call and yeah, just have a chat and basically do a little, have a little bit of coaching, see if I can help you then and there. Um, and also, yeah, if, if the retreat's right for you. Anyway, that's the end of that. Um, you can go and check that out if you would like to basically boost this process. Um, but that's pretty much what I wanted to go through with you. And it's just a reminder that if you want more of something, you have to look for examples of proof where you have it already. When we want something, usually what we do is look for proof of where we don't have it. So I want to feel, I want more success. I want more proof of success. But what I found that I was doing was I was looking at all of the areas why I wasn't good enough, why I was unsuccessful. And that just that's not motivating at all. That doesn't make me want to push harder. Whereas as soon as a video does well or I get a new application in from somebody that really, really fits the bill because I know it's going to change their life, I get really excited. So focusing on where I have been successful already, where I'm currently successful and the ways in which I could be successful boosts my sense of success. You can't just wait for the success. You have to see the success already. And again, this is relevant for you. This is probably one of the easiest things to apply to any area of life. So what I find is when I'm listening to a podcast and it's about that they use an example that's very specific, I'm left thinking, yeah, but how do I do that for myself? And then obviously they suggest, oh, you know, you can come and do coaching with me and I'll show you how to apply this to your own life. No, you can come and coach, have coaching from me anytime. I don't, I don't care about that. But I want you right now to get success from this podcast, okay? So it, this is the easiest thing to apply to yourself. All you do is you look at what you're focusing on, what you don't have and what you do want, and you write down all of the proof, no matter how vague, of where you have it in your own life today. Not like you can do in its entirety, but usually what's cool is to write down what you've got in one day. Because if you do that, you have a huge list just from one day and you're seeing that actually I don't just get this in big infrequent things I get this on a day-to-day basis now just to point out what I've also found is as this is maybe the fourth fifth day that I've been doing this I actually can't really think of a huge amount of things um I may be put, putting down five five to seven things a day which is not a lot because actually there's a lot of little ways that you can be successful. Um, So you might find that you can only think of two things, two ways in which you've had a connection in in the first week. But what you'll find the more you do it is the more creative you get with your answers. So remember back when I was reading out my um, financial, what I gained in a day, they were really vague that I got a hug from a dog. Do you know what I mean? They're really outside of the box, but they give you that same feeling because it's all abundance. Do you really get what I'm saying? So you'll find that the more you do it, the more you think out of the box, try and think out of the box, but also know that it will come naturally the more you do it, because the more you're already automatically in that headspace. So how long have we been going on for? Oh, okay. Only 35 minutes. I I thought we'd been talking for a lot longer. 
Okay, okay, I'm gonna leave you there for a wonderful Friday and a wonderful weekend or whenever you are listening to this. Please do click that follow button, click that whatever button, click those five stars, leave a review. It's been a while since I've had a review, I'll be honest. And they really do make my day. So I mean, I'm not one to leave reviews to be fair. There's a podcast I listen to a lot for about three years. I'm actually part of her Patreon book club thing because I just love her. I really want to support her, but I've never written her review. So I'm actually going to go do that now because if I want success with reviews and abundance of reviews, I need to give that out too. So I'm going to go and do that. Um, And if you choose to leave a review, I love you for it. And if you don't, well, I appreciate you even being here and listening. And I'll see you next week. All that's left to say is I appreciate you.